Hi, it's Bob from Royal Spa. Soaking in a hot tub full of Epsom salts is the absolute best way to minimize everyday aches and pains. And we know all about Epsom salts at Royal Spa. Royal Spa hot tubs are the only hot tubs on the market that can safely and effectively use Epsom salts. Made right here in Indiana, Royal Spa hot tubs are the highest quality hot tubs on the market. Visit any one of our three Indianapolis locations or visit royalspa.com. Ah, Royal Spa. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com is here to bring fresh fruits and vegetables right to your door. No need to ever leave the home or deal with the stress that is having to go to the store. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com makes it easy to order fresh fruits and vegetables online with the click of a mouse. I'm Rob Kendall. I love FreedomFoodsIndiana.com and I know you will too. It's a great way to keep your family eating right without the hassle of having to shop. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com Rob Kendall, Jim Merritt, Abdullah Keep Shabazz. The program is State House Happenings, your weekly look at what's going on with Indiana politics and government. Before we begin the program, let's meet the panel. You know him as the owner and operator of IndyPolitics.org. The one and only Abdullah Keep Shabazz. Hello. Good morning, my friend. How's it going? Uh, going great. You know him as, uh, well, for 30 years. He was the nicest, most beloved man in the Indiana State House. And then he made the egregious mistake of being friends with us, the great Jim Merritt. Hello. Robert. All right. So let's start, Abdul. You caused quite the fury yesterday <laughs> on uh, social media you uh you're you the man cl- you claimed uh todd rokita is uh basically quasi uh, it sounds like burning his own office to the ground what's going on well he's not napoleon but he's pretty darn close <laughs> at, at waterloo uh no i uh was working from the house uh yesterday uh then i got a text message from one of my very reliable sources in the state house basically saying hey there's gonna be some firings and a mass exodus in rokita's office uh over the next couple weeks I'm like what the heck's going yeah. on here and so I found out that that morning they're actually having a staff meeting where two to three employees were let go uh, because of some travel-related issues. One was uh, one of the drivers, I believe, either, either quit or was let go. Then a couple other folks like in the, in the personnel department it had to do with, with travel. It was kind of a weird thing because the state can't talk about you know, personnel sure. issues. But the fact that this was going on and it was actually happening in yeah. real time, I was like, you know what? Let's go ahead and just sure. start. Well, we won't, we won't put this in our usual award-winning cheat sheet. Right. We're not saying that because we're the ones who gave us the awards. <laughs> <laughs> no, what we will do, though, is we'll just tweet this in real time. And I could tell it was driving Rakita's folks crazy. Like, who is linking this? And sure. who's linking this to Abdul? We need plumbers. So but the question is, who's going to be G. Gordon Liddy and, and, yeah. and E. Howard Hunt? What's the deal with Rokita and employees? Because it wasn't a Politico years ago did an expose on just how horrifically awful it is to work. For Todd Rokita, uh, yes, and remember the the he had the, the non disclosure forms. He also, he had like the things, the the, the list of yeah. if he worked for me, you would not talk to him, yeah. you will not hand him water. It's like going to a share, like working for Share or Madonna. I want three thousand green M and M's and a brandy fishbowl jar. Merritt, you know Rokita, right? Yes. What's wrong with him? I'm not sure, but do you remember when the um, staffer did the whole expose on? backing the car up and yep. in the morning with hot coffee and you know i i, I i'm so glad we can talk about this yes that's well, why we're right here. now we've got a legislature that is dying to get out of town and leave <laughs> sunny die we've got a governor race which is turned boring because nobody set themselves apart from each other uh, obviously the u.s senate race has given us a little bit to talk about uh, and and the uh, presidential race would be over by our primary, so keep it coming. <laughs> <laughs> so so what? I mean, what what is going on here? Because obviously Rokita has a lot of trouble 
potentially with the fact that he could lose his law license, which means he wouldn't get to be attorney general anymore. But is this separate from that? I, I think uh, what uh, one source I had a, an interesting conversation of the day, basically saying he. I thought we had. I thought he had an interesting perspective. Is that uh, and not to get all Watergate-ish here, but he feels like sort of the walls are starting to close in on him and doesn't necessarily know how to how to react to you know the possibility of you know losing a license, going for the disciplinary commission, you know, all, all the other issues uh, that he has, you know, losing a, a number of different times at the at the appellate level, um, and so he's just sort of lashing out like a little kid doesn't know what to do. So we'll just basically burn the village as we leave. Yeah, but he has a million dollars in campaign money. Yes, for a job that he may not be able to hold. <laughs> yeah. So, Merritt, you know, Rokita, what's the deal with him? What's his problem? I, I don't. I, I, Is he like the Grinch? Is his shoes I, too tight? Or I don't know if he wants to be a martyr, or he still has his confidence that he can pull this out of the fire. Uh, I he's got the impending commission uh, hearing, and it's it's. It, I don't think I've ever seen something like this in politics. You know that we have um, a history of attorney generals being, you know, really good ones like uh, like Attorney General Zeller, but all the way back to Ted Sendak, who didn't who did not get along with Bob Orr as governor, and uh, he was from Crown Point. So it seems like the the historical nature of the attorney general's office is one of just a bunch of characters and and uh, who usually want to be governor. <laughs> yes, uh huh. And and Todd. Todd's a character, and and uh, his our personalities are so far apart. I, it's hard for me to analyze what you don't, you what don't, his path is, what his trail is. Well, and so that becomes the next step, Abdul, which is: is this a guy who is just pissed off because he knows he's in big trouble? He knows the likely scenario here. I mean, there are several scenarios, but a very likely one is that he ends up without a law license, and. It's like some sort of preemptive strike on everyone but himself for his own mistakes. And and on all this could have been avoided, and it just said, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Just a simple act of attrition. And and like my father told me, he said, always be sincere with your wife, even when you don't mean it. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the, the driver just seems like an odd place to take your frustrations out on. I mean, It's like his second or third driver. Well, and I mean, you go back to the congressman, and then when he was the, uh, I mean, just a litany of people that... Uh, you know, have had the grave misfortune of working for that guy. And it's like, dude, just treat people nice. Why is this so hard? Remember, Robert, this is an individual who can walk into a Lincoln Day dinner and everybody stands up and cheers. Why? He's, he is he, so unlikable, Jim. As he, a, Like, as a person, he's so unlikable. Well, you know, interpersonal relationships. He can walk in and walk up to a table and a senior citizen is there and they've been there for 38 straight Lincoln Day dinners, <laughs> and so has he. And and uh, he, you know, he can get in his airplane. He can fly anywhere in the state. He can be. That's right. He's at, a pilot, isn't he? He's a pilot, and he can he can be there within minutes. Uh, and so he goes everywhere, and he's got this. And we've talked about this on this program. He's got this 12 to 16, 17 percent. Uh, following uh, from the state Republican establishment in every corner of the state. And um, it, it's just a phenomenon uh, that is very hard to explain, but he's just very popular 
in the grassroots of the Republican Party. I'll put it like this. The only people who don't like Todd Rokita are the people who know him. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Okay, so speaking of Rokita, Abdul, <laughs> uh, you reported he may have some competition. Yes, I uh, found it also uh, this week. I don't. I, by the way, I don't know what it is. Normally, the cheat sheet comes out like you no, know, maybe like once or twice a month. Yeah, it's been like eight, and it's not even. It's not even like January. Yeah, not, January is, is no real. Yes, um, I heard uh, through my very reliable email that Rodney Cummings, uh, seven-term county prosecutor up in uh, Madison County, uh, he became probably he became the first Republican to be elected in Madison County when it was all Democrat. And yeah. that's changed over uh, mm-hmm. over over time. Uh, is seriously thinking about running for Attorney General. Uh, we spoke briefly the other night. I, and, this, and the story's up at IndyPolitics.org, where he basically said, hey, I'm thinking about it. You know, I'm talking about my family, talking to county leaders, you know, state leaders, you know, possible convention delegates. So, sort of the standard, standard thing. Um, so, yeah, uh, so they know there, well, there, could, there could be at least one challenger. There will be a conga line if um, uh, political bl- blood has been drawn at that commission hearing. Yes, and, 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 and also, you- too, uh, in addition, well, not, not to cut you off, but also in addition to Rodney Cummings, think about writing. Also, I hear uh, Adam Krupp, a uh, former uh, state revenue department uh, commissioner, maybe thinking about running as well. Yeah, Adam Krupp, uh, Aaron Freeman, Senator Aaron Freeman says he doesn't want it, but you know how that goes. And so his wife doesn't want it. it well, yeah, and she's a wonderful yeah. person. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, there'll be there'll be four or five candidates. There's no question about it. And uh, uh, th- this is a position that the legislature loves. The reason why they love it is because. That attorney, the attorney general defends most, if not all, the laws that they pass and the governor signs. And so uh, it's almost like they're legal counsel. He defends the state legislature. And so uh, it, it'll be uh, really interesting uh, to uh, you look at Todd Rokita and in the legislature. He has always defended the legislature. And so but that's, that's, really, also his, that's also his job. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. But he's 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 vehement. He, and he's he's very uh, he, he's just very uh, he, he he has a point of view that the, the legislature did the right thing and and uh, no holds barred. And if they have a Democrat attorney general, attorney general, all bets are off, which but there's a. Okay, I'll, I'll, let, I won't say likely, but I'll say the window's opening. Just well, get, okay, let's talk about that, because I'm very curious about, by the way, the program of Statehouse Happenings, Rob Kendall, Jim Merritt, Bill Kim Shabazz. Let's talk about that for a second, because Destiny Wells is one of the people running for attorney general on the Democrat side. There's two people, and I am very curious on how someone like that would even hold the position when her positions are in direct conflict with the majority of the positions from the Indiana General Assembly, and her job is to enforce the laws of the state of Indiana. So how does that even work? Um, like, 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 let's say the let's just use the abortion ban as an example. That's a law. It's been upheld. You know, it's been enacted. She is an on-demand abortion advocate. She lusts for abortion. How is she? How in anything related to abortion law in Indiana can you expect that person to uphold the laws easy. of the state of Indiana? Easy, uh, because as a lawyer, you have a duty to defend your client regardless of what your what your personal positions are. And if you can't defend your client, they need to get someone else in there who can. Yeah, you need to. But yeah, my but point it, is, but no, she's no. clearly not going to defend any well, abortion well, law. Well, no, no, no. I think she, I think she will because she has a constitutional duty to defend, a statutory duty to defend, defend law. She can say I don't agree with it personally, Your Honor, but that's not my job. I mean, because we've all gotten clients that you know 
maybe have positions that we wouldn't necessarily take, Mr. Rob Kendall. You, 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 think, wait, you, think, you think she would give a vigorous defense of a whole bunch of these? I mean— uh, but no, no, ethically, and she has, she has she has a duty to professional responsibility. And if she's not doing her duty, then that's a whole other. If she's not doing duty, uh, my I'm, my mind's murky on this. Is it impeachable? Um, not as, not necessarily impeachable. It's not necessarily impeachable defense because the question is, okay, if you defended the state on this but didn't defend on this, what what was the issue that you did or didn't defend the state on? But she has a she has a she has a legal obligation to defend the state's laws, regardless of what her personal feelings are. Um, she has competition. Yes, Beth White. Uh, Beth White former... seems far more normal than Destiny Wells. I, am I wrong on that? She seems far mm. less uh, uh, flamboyant in bombastic. her. Yeah, there you go. Thanks. I, you're such a wordsmith, Jim. Beth, Beth, Beth is less bombastic, but fundamentally the the ideology is still the same. Yeah, and she's really more establishment than Destiny is. But if Destiny can't win Secretary of State, how is she going to win Attorney General? Well, yeah. And by the way, Beth White also ran for... Uh, Oh gosh, she ran for a statewide office a few years ago, and didn't win. Clearly, didn't, didn't win. Yeah, it was a, it was a midterm election, and she got a Democrat winning statewide in Indiana has become very very difficult at best. All right, so let's talk about before we get to Jamie Knoll. Let's talk about what the Republican candidates for governor have done. Um, Snooze fest. Th- well, this is in embar- yesterday. This is so we're doing this podcast on Thursday. Wednesday was embarrassing. They somehow got into a fight with each other over who was the biggest Donald Trump supporter. And by that, I mean they were on Twitter tweeting at each other about who's the biggest Donald Trump supporter. And I'm looking at this going, how about we get this passionate about property taxes or the gas tax or that billion-dollar Medicaid uh, mistake? I mean, or you guys don't want to talk. Johnny Reading. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, Merritt, you've been around these people. I mean, it was it was Doden. It was Braun. It was uh, uh, Silent. Or it was their campaign uh, staff. Uh, Suzanne. Hey, if it's under their account, it's them, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like. Well, of course. Uh, you know, if you're going to give somebody your Twitter handle and say tweet at it, then that's, that's you're accountable for that. That's. That's pathetic. That's what they're spending their time. Life is full of things to manage. Your work, your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Yeah, I find this to be just incredibly ignorant. I, I think that the individuals running for governor, uh, first of all, most of them have had a lot of time to campaign, to introduce themselves to the state of Indiana, to tell everybody what they're, what they're going to do as governor, how they're going to be different, how they're going to lead our state. And, and uh, if you look at uh, all the polls that we, we're, we, we've been talking about, no one has set themselves apart other than Braun. It's like Braun and the rest, and 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 with all the money that's been spent in the last six months on on uh, media uh, earned or, or unpaid me- media, it, it it just strikes me really odd that it comes down to a Twitter fight about who supports uh, Donald Trump. I see that as kind of a an interesting issue that that one of the governor's candidates could step away and say, you know what, I'm for Nikki, and, and this is why I'm for Nikki. Because it, you've got to take some risk in a in a governor's race that you're getting your doors blown off right now. Yeah, and it's it's like this doesn't help the people of Indiana in any shape, no. form, or fashion. No. 
hey, well, you supported it. You endorsed him in November. Well, I endorsed him in September. What difference does it? I mean, basically, no- this this Twitter fight reminds me of this, and it's going to get a little a little weird, a little in the weeds, but it reminds me of two blind men in a dark room arguing over a black cat that's not there. <laughs> the only difference is one of them has actually found it. I I just I I, I mean. I mean, the, first of all, I mean, it was laughable that Suzanne Crouch after New Hampshire puts out, I endorse Donald Trump. Oh, that's going to make all the difference. Well, but welcome to the party, pal. Right. Why, why even put anything out? Actually, actually, the smart person in all this has been Brad Chambers' campaign. Like, we're not commenting on. Well, him and Curtis. I mean, I don't think Curtis has said much about it either. Cur- uh, Curtis, Curtis is always uh, Curtis endorsed Trump. Like a couple weeks ago, yeah. But but then again, you see how much how much of a difference it makes. Yeah. Well, this is my point. It's not that they're endorsing Trump or not endorsing. It's that they're fighting on Twitter over this. And again, it's like, dude, how about we take this energy and solve the property tax issue? How, you know, the the how did somebody make a billion dollar Medicaid mistake and ensure that doesn't happen again? I mean, there's a litany. You know, we got this major crisis now with in home, uh, you know, the the health care of parents taking care of highly disabled you know, sons and daughters that they're choking off the money from. I mean, there's a million different things. There's so much opportunity to step out and and show people who you are, who you you will be as governor, what you will do as governor. So much opportunity. And and, uh, you're just – that that race was great to talk about in the beginning, but it's turned into who can make the most dinners – and, uh, and and as well as show the other uh, candidate up and and uh, I think I think if I wasn't uh, Senator Braun right now I would be thinking wow I'm spending all this time and energy and and uh, for some of my own money uh, doting with his his family money and and I I would be very disappointed if I haven't new, moved the needle yet. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com is here to bring fresh fruits and vegetables right to your door. No need to ever leave the home or deal with the stress that is having to go to the store. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com makes it easy to order fresh fruits and vegetables online with the click of a mouse. I'm Rob Kendall. I love FreedomFoodsIndiana.com and I know you will too. It's a great way to keep your family eating right without the hassle of having to shop. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com Okay, let's get to the main event here today. <laughs> uh, Rob Kendall, Abdullah Kim Jabaz, Jim Merritt. Program is State House Happenings. Your weekly look at what's going on with Indiana politics and government. Uh, Jamie Knoll. And Jamie Knoll has uh, been around Indiana politics for a long time. Uh, he is was, he former sheriff of Clark County? Uh, he is he currently is he uh, chairman, Republican chairman uh, in Clark County. And until earlier this week, he was actually the chairman of, of the 9th Congressional District. So he is, it's safe to say, one of the probably 20 most powerful, or he was, one of the 20 most powerful Republicans in the state. Yeah, I put him, I'll put him in the top 50. Yeah. Well, not only that, be, be, because of his close friendship or proximity to the governor. Yeah. I mean, they're very, very good friends. Like, very close. Yeah. And that, so, that overrules your 20. Well, right. I mean, and it, I mean I'm not going to say they were necessarily best friends, but they were pretty darn close, if not best friends, super, super, super close to being best friends. And, Abdul, you have been all over this story that he has been charged with, what, 15 felony counts yes. related to his behavior, not only as the sheriff of Clark County, but also running this this this, uh, this, this weird not for profit charity that uh, he and his wife and it, it, the 
I read the probable cause affidavit. I was like, wow. Well, what? and it's about a it's not about a volunteer fire department yeah. and EMS association. And so we're talking about uh, as you reported over at Indy Politics, uh, corrupt business practices, ghost employment, official misconduct, theft. And tax evasion. $5 million over like the past several years. And now the most recent court events, it looks like they're looking at the wife yes. as well. <laughs> and then, of course, well, and look, everybody knew this for a long time, which we'll get to this in a second, that he'd fathered this child out of wedlock. Whether with a county commissioner or a county council member, it's How bizarre. is, okay, I guess the first question is, how is this not? the biggest story in the entire state with literally every news media agency beating down this guy and the governor's door. It is a, it is, it's more right now. It's more of a regional story right now because we haven't, we haven't really fully explored the statewide implications yet. Uh, well, I'll get that in just a second though. Uh, so it's more of a regional story and I got to give uh, major credit to the folks at Louisville public media. Cause they've been on this left and left and right. Um, and then uh, Jamie's response has been, uh, Stop if you heard this before. This is a witch hunt. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, but sometimes in a witch hunt, you actually do find a witch. Well, <laughs> I mean, look, look, 15 felonies are a lot, and this is a guy, Jim, you knew this guy. Mm-hmm. Yes, I did. One of the most connected establishment people in the state and best friends or quasi-best friends with the governor. The idea that the state government is weaponizing itself against you, that's absurd. Well, I thought, uh, I thought Mr. Knoll was going to be the state police uh, superintendent. Uh, glad he isn't. Carter's wonderful. He's done a very good job there. But, uh, uh, you know, this, Abdul, Rob, this is about credibility. This is why people don't trust government. And and, and the idea of being confident that they can lead us uh, in, in the right direction there is a a uh, there are a lot of people who pick up the pick up the cheat sheet and and their idea of trusting government of uh, under uh, thinking that people are t- talking to you truthfully that uh, all of the trains are run on time and correctly there is just an all time low of confidence in government and this is just another example and uh, obviously he will have his day in court but it's just it's just really really embarrassing okay so you and i'll I'll, both of you abdul you can go first on this abdul you and i are pretty good friends yep um and so i know the kind of lifestyle you lead and you know (laughs) the kind of uh lifestyle that i lead and we kind of know in the parameters of here's based on what we make and our spouses make and here's what you're kind of capable of doing if i were to start showing up in new fancy cars and taking lavish trips and wearing much nicer clothes wouldn't you go hey rob how are you affording all of this let me put it this way my father uh doing his doing his heyday uh, was an auditor in the in the u.s military he was, he was he was an auditor right around the time of the big aldrich ames scandal jim you're old enough to remember this rob you probably don't aldrich james was an american spy yeah he and his wife they worked for the cia and he was on the russian take and he was he was coming to work and like Ferraris and Porsches and <laughs> eating steak dinners and no one like, oh, we suggest 12 salary. How does he afford all this? My father said, son, had I come to work one day in a much more expensive car, my boss would be like, hey, John, can I talk to you for a second? You got, how's, how are the boys doing? How, how's your oldest son doing yeah. in college? How's your wife? Well, yeah, because, you know, we kind of noticed uh, you, know, you bought a new car. We're, 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 so tell me about it because somebody, somebody would have found something. 
And this is this is no, this is not to make any disparaging remarks on Clark County, but he was like buying tailor-made suits. Yeah. Now my question is, in Clark County, like I said, not making fun of anybody, not trying to perpetuate a stereotype. What are you going to need a tailor a tailor-made suit for? And to go to a Lincoln dinner in Clark County, right? Come you, on, you're already. And so this is this is to me. And we've talked about this multiple times now in Kendall and Casey. The story to me is not whether this guy's a grease ball or not. I mean, the evidence appears to be overwhelming. And I met this guy years ago when I was working for the state auditor, and I think he had just become the sheriff out there at the time. And it was like something is not right about this guy with with just one meeting. The story to me, Jim, is there are all sorts of photos of the governor interacting in a very close manner with this guy post the old post from the governor about checking on his kids at college how the the story to me is how could the governor with one of his best friends living this super lavish lifestyle which would appear to be far above his means how could the governor and it's not like this guy is just some rogue old friend from college he's super connected into republican party politics how could the governor not have known something was going on here well he might have known i uh, i i'm not I, I can't get into Eric Holcomb's mind. Good for you. <laughs> but it's uh, uh, it's one of those things where sometimes you, t- you send a blind, you, you look at it, you have a blind eye towards something you don't want to see. Uh, years ago, when Citizens Gas was just a trust, and, uh, and, and all the executives drove white Chevettes <laughs> because, they, because they ran a utility. And, and, and they were trusted with the money of the community. And it was the heart of the community. And you never saw them in, in any kind of flashy cars or anything like that. And it was the essence of what you expect from a public servant that, uh, that works for a utility. And, and uh, you're right. You could, you, you could see um, uh, this, this, uh, this explanation of a lifestyle that, that was kind of not what you expect from Jamie Knoll. And, and the idea of, of the change, people had to see this and start asking questions. And then the other thing to keep in mind is also, uh, one thing I did find out uh, that was also in the, uh, the most recent cheat sheet was uh, with all the money that uh, Jamie's been accused of sort of stealing and, and grafting over the past few years, if you're a friend, acquaintance, or political operative, and you took money from him, I would go back and check my records and see what we took. I segregated and I call state police and say, "Hey, state police, we need to talk to you." Oh, and by the way, I'd also lawyer up, yeah, to, to protect yourself. Not saying not saying that you did anything wrong, had any knowledge of any wrongdoing, but you may you may want to lawyer up, lawyer up to protect yourself. And by the way, I know a couple who could be available. Yeah, it's to, always yes. Yeah. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> but Jim, that, that, it, the, to me, it is a total fair question for someone in the media. I don't know who that would be to look at Holcomb and say, "What'd you know about this guy?" Well, I think I mean that's a, a, that's not a gotcha sort of thing, right? I mean, no. And, and the governor's in his last year of his two-term service, and so those questions probably will be coming along because, you know, obviously he's a lame duck. I mean, the comma uh, with the Medicaid issue made him uh, made him uh, a lame duck, and he just doesn't know it. But uh, remember when he when, uh, Jamie had that uh, television show where he had a plant inside the prison. Yeah, uh, and, 60 and, days in. Yes, and that's exactly right. And and uh, that may have been where his idea and his boundaries started to grow. And another thing, too, to keep in mind, is this question I actually want to start asking uh, probably early next week when I run to the governor, is when Curtis Hill had his issues, even if it wasn't charged, 
uh, a few years ago, everyone without without even a hearing yeah. or everyone said he needs to step down, needs to resign. And everybody sort of joined that, yeah. that chorus of step down. Okay, fine. Even though I think Curtis Ship was entitled to due process for like get all the facts first. Here we have a county chairman who has been indicted, you know, by 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 law enforcement, by 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 the prosecutor down there, and a special prosecutor. A special so, prosecutor. Yeah, they went outside. They've checked all the yeah. boxes and so, parameters. So the question is, will there be calls now for Jamie to step down as county chairperson? Yeah, yeah. Because, the standard. Because, yeah, because it took a letter from Amanda Lowry. Jackson County chairwoman, yeah, exactly, and and more than two Amanda. and two thirds of the county chair people in the ninth district to, to sign a letter. It's like, hey, if you don't step down as ninth as ninth district chair, we will remove you. Yeah, what, um, what's the fallout going to be from this? Because it seems like these things are like you know, I don't know, a state oh, a state. Fall, re- it's funny to use the term fallout. Yeah, okay. <laughs> as it was explained to me the other day. Uh, Clark County is now the political Chernobyl oh. of, of the Republican Party. You will, you will not see any statewide elected officials hitting Clark County as long as Jamie as long as long Jamie Nola's chair. And also what it does, it makes an opening for Democrats, because guess what? It's 2024. Right. It's election season. And by the way, what did Jamie run against? How did he get the job? He ran against Democrat corruption in Clark County. Yeah. yeah. It's just, go ahead, Jim. Yeah, and the Democrat Party is organizing that part of the state. They, 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 uh, they don't have a state senator, but they they can be very competitive very quickly in Clark County. All right. Well, we'll keep an eye on this. And again, I think to me the story is, I mean, this guy did what he did or didn't do what he didn't do, and that'll all come out to law enforcement. But to me, the big question has got to be, what did the governor know? And I'm putting you in charge, Abdul, <laughs> of getting to the bottom of just that. All right. Another cheat sheet. Yeah. So I, I knew if I could, uh, if there's a way you could make seven cents off of it, it would really motivate you Eight to cents, thank get, you. Get, get moving. Uh, yes, you wouldn't want to undersell yourself. <laughs> Abdul gives you boss, Jim Merritt. You guys are the best. Thank you. Thank you. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com is here to bring fresh fruits and vegetables right to your door. No need to ever leave the home or deal with the stress that is having to go to the store. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com makes it easy to order fresh fruits and vegetables online with the click of a mouse. I'm Rob Kendall. I love FreedomFoodsIndiana.com and I know you will too. It's a great way to keep your family eating right without the hassle of having to shop. FreedomFoodsIndiana.com Rob Kendall, Abdul Akib Shabazz, Jim Merritt. The program is Statehouse Happenings, your weekly look at what's going on with Indiana politics and government. Don't forget, you can find Abdul on Twitter at ATTYAbdul, at ATTYAbdul. And be sure to bookmark his very fabulous website, IndiePolitics.org, IndiePolitics.org. Jim Merritt on Twitter, at Jim underscore Merritt, at Jim underscore Merritt. And be sure to check out his Merritt in the Morning podcast. Merritt in the Morning, you can find it on YouTube and Facebook. Me, I'm on Twitter. At Rob M. Kendall. At Rob M. Kendall. And you can hear me weekdays 9 until noon. Weekdays 9 until noon. The Kendall and Casey Show on 93.1 WIBC. For Jim Merritt, for Abdul Kim Shabazz, I'm Rob Kendall. You've been listening to Statehouse Happenings.